Baseball Show on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. I'm Chris Black along with Adam Abdallah. The phone number is 312-332-3776. We're talking Cubs baseball with you here this hour on ESPN 1000. And if we look back to last night, the Reds beat the Cubs 3-0. New Darvish on the mound going against Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer was fantastic last night for the Reds with seven and two-thirds innings pitched, only giving up three hits. And the Cubs only got three hits on the entire night. He had 10 strikeouts as well. Yu Darvish gets the loss. He pitched six innings, gave up two hits. He had three earned runs, three walks, nine strikeouts, one home run given up by Yu Darvish last night. His ERA is now at 1.77. Darvish and Bauer on the mound last night, a pitcher's duel that the Reds won because, once again, the Cubs' bats were silent. Yeah, I think this this is what comes down to is, you know, you Darvish was human for three batters. You know, he walked those two guys and then gave up the home run. And the rest of the time, he had one more walk after that. But ultimately, he was he looked human and not like his you Darvish as of late for three batters early in the game, and the Cubs could never capitalize. The Cubs only managed, like you said, three hits. And this goes back to the offensive struggles that we've talked about the entire season, all of last season, and half of the season from the year before, where... The Cubs need to be able to manufacture runs. And whether it's, you know, the short season or whatever, there's no excuse for it this year because this is a problem that has plagued this team for the past two and a half years going into this season. So you can't say that, oh, well, they're just the bats are cold or they're in a slump or whatever. This is something that has been going on. Yes, Javi Baez is in a slump. Chris Bryant is injured. But the whole the the team as a whole, besides Ian Happ and Contreras as of late, it can't hit for anything, and you're not going to make it very far in the playoffs if because you've got good starting pitching. You've got you've got good enough starting pitching right now to make it deep enough into the playoffs. You've got Darvish, Hendricks looks good, and you know hopefully John Lester comes around. And you the, hope you, you hope. hope you hope, but right now you can you can count on two of those guys. So if you got into a series that started today against the Cardinals, I would feel confident that the Cubs would win that series based on their pitching. So where do we start with this lineup? Let's look at the power four, the foursome, the fearsome foursome for the Chicago Cubs in the middle of that lineup. Chris Bryant, his batting average, 194. Javi Baez, 202. Anthony Rizzo, 205. Kyle Schwarber, 210. I mean, all of these players, the middle of your lineup is is playing and performing at some of their career lows, mm-hmm. right? So what do you give uh, the reasoning behind this? A lot of blame in the past few years went straight at Joe Madden. It also went at hitting coaches that were then fired at the end of seasons. So now you go back to this idea where maybe this group in 2016 exceeded expectations, played ab- above their heads, and had career years all collectively together thus putting together one of the great seasons in Major League Baseball history. But when you really look at it, at the end of the day, this lineup is not as good as you think it is on paper. Now, you do have positives. You mentioned a few of them. Jason Hayward, Ian Happ, Kipnis has been good. Wilson Contreras has definitely turned it around as of late. Nico Horner, not too bad. First time up in the bigs, right? Mm -hmm. Not bad. But when you look at the heart of this team, Schwarber, Rizzo, Baez, Bryant, what do you really have? To me, you have a bunch of emptiness because on a given night, especially when you face a talented number one type pitcher like Bauer was last night, 
you get shut out. And I know you're going to have some people come back at us and say, yeah, whenever you face a great pitcher, your, your offense is going to struggle. But doesn't it feel a little bit more often than not that this team hits into these slumps? And, and if we look over the course of the entire season, you know, this Cubs offense, which started off hot, mm-hmm. they are now 27th in average in the majors. They were 17th in on-base percentage, 20th in OPS, 17th in runs, 14th in home runs. So, so this offense, clearly not as good, not as dynamic as it looks, the names on paper when the lineup comes out each and every day. And, and the philosophy, Chris, has been for years that, for the last two and a half years at least, that, well, they'll be fine. Look, look, look at the back of the baseball card, right? Look at the name on the back of the jersey. They'll be fine. Chris Bryant will be fine. Javi Baez will be fine. Kyle Schwarber will be fine. Anthony Rizzo will be fine. You know, you say that that's been the, the call from, from Cubs fans is they'll be fine. They'll hit. I mean, even this week, there were headlines saying the Cubs aren't concerned about Javi Baez because they assume he'll be Javi Baez in the playoffs. Well, what evidence has, has led you to believe that this is going to come around? Like, you have to go into these playoffs hot, right? There's only like three weeks left of the season. Right. And then you start the, the playoffs. The end of this month. Yeah. And then we're you, in the month. And then you start the season. Yeah. You start the playoffs. And usually, normally, in a regular in a normal regular season, we're like that regular season is a marathon and then the playoffs are a sprint. And usually the hottest team goes that's that's hitting well and pitching well at the same time and everything clicks can win the World Series. And that was the case for the Cubs when they won the World Series. It hasn't been the case. We've seen what the Dodgers and everybody else was able to do to them with the high fastball when they couldn't hit it. We've seen what the rest of the league has been able to to figure it out. Like The Cubs are stagnant, and the rest of Major League Baseball seems to be passing them where they're not, too, they're not adjusting to Major League pitching. It just seems like they're not adjusting. They're not making the necessary adjustments. And Javi said stuff about the video and all that kind of stuff, but this goes, this goes beyond that. This goes. This is a fundamental problem with this team, with their offense. Sure, they'll put up nine runs once a week, but all the other times they're scraping to get by. You can't do that with a bullpen that's, that's this bad. Tonight is the rubber match of this three-game set between the Reds and the Cubs. The Cubs come into tonight's matchup at 25-19 and 19 on the season. They, in the National League Central, lead by two games over the Cardinals, four and a half games over the Milwaukee Brewers. Tonight's pitching matchup, right-hander Sonny Gray, who's 5-2 and two with a 3.19 ERA, taking on the right-hander Adbert Elzele, who's 0-1 with a 2.08 ERA for the Chicago Cubs. Rubber match, Cubs looking for a win. And the Cubs lineup tonight, Abdallah, Ian Happ leads off. Bryant is at third. Rizzo at first. Baez the short. Contreras catching. Hayward in right. Mabin in left. Bodie is the DH. Horner at second. Elzele is pitching tonight, 7-15 at Wrigley Field. Cubs and Reds. And, you know, they're two and a half games up right now. And... Theo Epstein met the media earlier, uh, just about 40 minutes ago, and said he admitted it, that they are fortunate to be in the situation that they are based on the baseball that they've been playing. Right? They got out to that hot start at the beginning of the season, and they wouldn't be two games up right now if they were playing baseball you know, from the last month on. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. if they, They're very fortunate. And to be, you're only two games up. You're only two games up. The Brewers are two and a half back of a playoff spot. Like, they 
right now, because we know two teams from each division make the playoffs right now, plus wildcard and all that kind of stuff. The Cubs right now are two games up on the Cardinals, and the Brewers are four and a half games back of the Cubs. So they're only two game, two and a half games out of that spot. You don't have any games left with the Cardinals. You've got a few left with the Brewers, Pirates, uh, and the White Sox at the end of the season. And like, there's some Twins and, and Indians mixed in there too. But right now, this lead does not seem insurmountable by any means for the Cardinals, the way the Cubs have been playing. So the, from what Theo Epstein said, uh, this is the stat. After starting the season 13-3 and through August 13th, the Cubs are 12-16 and in their last 28 contests. Oof. You know, it's something we talked about two nights ago. I asked you, is it something or is it nothing? I think it's something. And that's actually where we start tonight with our first pitch. The first pitch. Play ball. Throwing out the first pitch, and I have to say, this was rather impressive. On the baseball show. Right. There's your first pitch, and then some. On ESPN 1000. All right, the first pitch tonight. Here's the question at 312-332-3776. Cub fans, how far will the Cubs go in the playoffs? We put that on the Twitter handle at ESPN Baseball Show and at ESPN MLB Show. It's also retweeted at ESPN 1000. How far will the Cubs go in the playoffs? We gave you four options. The wild card round, the NLDS, the NLCS, or the World Series. Where would you vote if you had to pick today? Hmm. How far will the Cubs go in the playoffs? Where would you pick? Hmm. I think they get out of well, right now, if if the season ended, right? Yeah, right now, the season ended. Today. They'd be they'd be playing the tonight. Cardinals right now tonight. today. They'd be playing the Cardinals. Yeah, they'd be the three seed playing the six seed Cardinals. Right. I think they beat the Cardinals, and after that, I think they lose. I think they're one and done. So you you would vote. That they would get to the NLDS. Yes, that they would get to the NLDS, and they would lose to the. And they would lose to either the. I think they'd lose to the Padres right now. I think they would lose to the Braves right now. I think they would lose to. The, assuming all the chalk moves on, I think that they would be the worst team of the chalk. So the the Dodgers, obviously, the Braves, and the Padres. Yeah, and remember the wild card series is a best of three. Mm-hmm. So you know. Hopefully you can, if you think you can get out of the wild card series, and that that means you think you've got uh, Darvish, Hendricks, take care of business, boom. Yeah, move that's because that's my philosophy, right? Yeah. If you because here's the uh, I, and this is a this is an, an unrelated, it's kind of related question. We still don't know the playoff schedule. You know what I mean? Like they're doing this well, playoff for, bubble for a wild card series. I would imagine it's just one, two, three. Boom. No, no, no. I understand that, but what I'm saying is, how many days off are there going to be for everybody to get to the bubble? Because this matters for your rotation. If the Cubs are well, fighting to get to they a playoff, and they, they haven't need- announced that a bubble is going to take place, or if it will take place in the wild card round, there's a good chance that it may not. The bubble may only take place once they get to the NLCS. Well, because you can all the wild card games are at the ho- at the the home team, right? Like you don't go back and forth. You're not going back and forth. I believe all the wild card yeah. games are all at the games better will be seed. at the higher seeds yeah, home ballpark. So the Cubs would have all no the travel. games at Wrigley. There's no need to travel. Yeah. Okay, so if you can set up Darvish to start, Hendricks is your second. I think they can win that series against the Cardinals. And I think they have they have better pitching than the Cardinals in that regard. And but they need to score. You need to score. I mean, look. Right now, it's 60 degrees, wind blowing in. Are they going to be able to score in that? Because that's what it's going to be like. Well, yeah, and like that's where you not only have to look at the pitching, but then also can the lineup uh, give you at least a little bit something to get through these rounds. I voted for NLDS. 
I agree. I think that they can win in the wild card round, mm-hmm. but I think when you get to that next series, the divisional series, which is a best of five, I'm not sure if they have enough starting pitching to match with what the bats have have kind of shown us as of late yeah. to get out of the divisional round. And I also think once you get to the divisional round in the National League, I think you got some good teams there. I mean, did you see what Atlanta did yesterday? Have you seen what the Padres have done? Have you seen the Dodgers this season? Mm-hmm. Those are some of the teams I think will be advancing to the divisional round. So that's the question on the table at 312-332-3776. Your phone calls are coming up next. How far will the Cubs go in the playoffs? The wild card round, the NLDS, the NLCS, or the World Series? We'll talk to you next. The Baseball Show with Black and Abdallah. Week 9 and 6 on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. What are the Twitchers saying? What do you got over there? The Twitchers say uh, Arts Lab says the wild card round. Uh, Shy White Sox one wants to know that uh, says that it's David Ross's fault. He didn't bring a petting zoo and a magician. <laughs> um, uh, Jay Dizzle for shizzle. Hold, hold who, on, before we uh, go to Jay Dizzle for shizzle, who, uh, can who we got his name in two thousand and three? I love that. I love uh, it too. I still, yeah. Keep, listen, keep the Izzles out there. I can we it. address this idea that David Ross fixed everything when the team is basically the same outside of you, Darvish, no, they got, and he and like, Hap? I, I, I don't. I understand mean, two, the two love. ball players are playing great this season. The rest of the lineup is complete trash. I don't understand why people thought that they would be bringing in David Ross would be the savior when. They were just basically bringing in. I kept saying this that this guy, he's one of their friends. He's one, and maybe he's oh, he's hard ass David Ross, and he's gonna he's gonna hard a D Ross. He's gonna he's gonna hold y'all accountable. Hard if you, a. If you wanted a, a, a manager to hold players accountable and be that hard a, you should have hired Joe Girardi. That's probably true. Like you should have hired a guy with experience who's go, who players. I'm not saying fear and respect because I'm not saying they don't respect uh, David Ross, but like of like. A manager who you know means business. And I'm not saying that David Ross doesn't mean business, but when you carried a dude off the field when you won the World Series and you were, you know, throwing champagne on each other and this guy's your friend, like, there's a certain element of friendship and like you you know while the while the teacher's away the kids will play type of thing and madden being the teacher is gone and now the kids might be playing and david ross said he's relying on the guys to hold each other accountable more it's like no that's that is your job but i like thought if, that wasn't that the concept under madden is that it show was up like a professional and just do your job and and i don't have to be the task manager here you would and- think but like they I still think that they should have hired a more experienced manager because you need someone to come in and kind of lay down the law. And not and like that whole thing with 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 Bauer when they're chirping and they're they're yelling when they're down. You think Joe Girardi's putting up with that BS? 
You think Joe Girardi's letting them yell stuff when they're like, hey, shut up. We're down three runs. Well, they're a fun team. Come shut on. Up. It's the Chicago Cubs. You're Here down, they come. You're down three runs. Shut up. Here's Trevor Bauer last night talking about the Cubs, even though they got three hits. They could not do anything offensively, still chirping from the dugout. They were yelling at me all night. So it was, it was kind of funny. You know, I, I got to give them props. They, they actually chirped all night and, and yelled at me all night. Normally when they get behind, they shut up real quick. So I really got to give them props. I mean, even, even when I got taken out, they were yelling bye at me. So I gave them a nice little wave and, uh, and some other stuff because it was impressive that you can, you can chirp at someone after you shoved it up your ass for seven and two-thirds innings. Ooh. So, props to them on that. Props to them on that. <laughs> that's but great. like that's my point is that that's so awesome. They they chirp and David Ross said he's like, well, I don't think we're chirp more chirpy than any other dugout. It's like, well, people are calling you oh. out on it. People are calling you the annoying team. People are, like that's not. I don't think Joe Girardi puts up with that. What was the name uh, for si- for Shizzle? What was it? Uh, it was. Hold on, I'm gonna scroll back. Scroll I, back I said, back. hold on, let's get yes. to it. Let's get Dizzle back to for this. Shizzle yeah. wants yeah. to know who is making the call to keep batting Baez third. Yeah, well, I mean, that's a oh, good. That's question. a good. That's a very good question. I think, and I think we've learned from the 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 um and the reason that they didn't go with Joe Girardi. And I'm not saying all this is David Ross's fault. David Ross isn't the one that's going in the box every every uh time you're up and trying to hit for Javi Baez, right? Like he's not the one that's going out there and hitting 190. You know what I mean? The criticism about David Ross has more to do with the conversation about how bad Joe Madden was yeah. and how the moment Madden's out of here, yes. we're going to fix everything. Yes. And it's like, no, 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 no. Actually, Joe Madden was pretty damn good. But I think that the main part with why Joe Girardi did, wasn't considered or maybe didn't get the job here was because he wanted to be a part of ma- constructing the lineup every day. And Theo and Jed believe in their Ivy or whatever it is. So they, you know, maybe they but go Ross to... is the one making the lineup. But, Ross isn't... Uh, you, you think that Ross is just... Just a puppet? I'm no, no, for, no, no, no. For Jed and Theo? No, I don't think he's I don't a think puppet. That's the case. But I think that they use a lot of their the, the, the their of own stats but to all make teams do. I understand that, but I think that if Joe Girardi goes, I'm not batting by as third, and they go, you're batting by as third, you're going to have a problem. Michael tweets the show at ESPN 1000 at Adam A Abdallah and at Chris Black. He says anybody who says it's more than the wild card round is not being realistic based on what we've seen from this team this season and even the last couple of years. I agree with what Michael is saying. Even though I think they can get out of the wild card round, they have shown us nothing to to let lead us to believe that this Cubs team will be hoisting mm-hmm. a championship at the end of all of this. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think and and right now the poll question on uh, at ESPN MLB show, the question tonight here on the baseball show is this. How far will the Cubs go in the playoffs? You can call us at 312-332-3776. The options are wild card, NLDS, NLCS, or the World Series. Right now in the voting, wild card is leading the way at 42.9% of the vote. NLDS coming in second at 24.4%. Coming in third the World Series, 18.5%, and the NLCS coming in last at 14%. But right now, the leader by far with 43%, the wild card round. I, I look at uh, I look at the the MLB run differential, right? And if you get past the Cardinals, like if, if the playoffs started tonight and the Cubs were playing the Cardinals and they got past them and all the other 
top teams moved on. All the other chalk teams moved on. The Dodgers, the Braves, and the Padres. Those are three of the top four teams in run differential right now. The Dodgers are first in run differential with a plus 101. A plus 101. The Padres are second with plus 65. The White Sox are in third with plus 59. And the Braves are in fourth with plus 52. So you're talking about offenses, high-powered offenses that are putting up runs, right? The Cubs are 11th right now at plus 13. Can I just throw this out there, though? Mm -hmm. I I don't think you have the ability to do this right this second. Do it. But can you go back to yesterday before yesterday's game started and give me the run differential for for the Braves? because. You, I mean, they scored 29 runs yesterday. The Braves so went obviously from, that's going to the manipulate Braves, their run differential. The Braves, okay. How about <laughs> I'm just saying? I'm just saying. Three, you lay out there. You're like, oh, these, these. Look at the run differential. Well, yeah, they scored 29 runs yesterday. Three of the top eight teams <laughs> in run differential, Chris. Three of the top eight I'm teams just, in run differential. I'm just saying. Oh, they went from eighth to fourth in one game. We have an update. Even though the Reds and the Cubs have not started yet, they were expected to start at 7.15 at Wrigley Field. There's rain, and they are in a rain delay before the game even starts. First pitch has now been pushed back to hopefully 7.35 as of right now. The news coming from Wrigley Field. My point... Thank you, Horns. My point was that they... These are high... These are top 10 offenses, okay? These are... Two top five offense and one top eight offense before the 29 runs, right? And you're right. Yeah, they, they scored a week's worth of runs in one game. No, I just, uh, it just dawned in my you know, Yeah, yeah, my you're head. right. I, I like, should have thought about that, too. Yeah, yeah, I should have thought about that, too. Uh, I, I love what the description for our first call is uh, because it's something you and I have talked about for Thanks. over a month. And I agree with Joe from the Northwest Side. Joe, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, man? How you doing, guys? Enjoying the show this evening. Thanks, pal. Uh, you know what? Um, the Cubs' successes this year rely not only some of the weaknesses in the National League Central, because uh, Cincinnati's not living up to par. Uh, Kristen Yelich hasn't bounced back from his knee injury. But, you know, on the serious side, the Cubs have not played anybody on the West Coast, nor have they ever played anybody yet on the East Coast. Everybody's sort of center-aligned right now. But on top of our two-pitch man rotation that we have right now, you know, Darvish and Hendricks, Let's face it, John Lester's getting to the end of the rope. We don't know what Quintana's going to do when he finally gets back, and we still have a surprise who's number starter number five. Not only that, it couples with a middle relief cord you really can't trust, and the question mark in the $64,000 question is, who is our closer going to be, okay? Kimbrell, the $43 million mannequin, was scouted uh, by... Uh, David Ross, because David Ross was dispatched by Theo to go check him out right. last year before he became manager of the Cubs. So he went out and said, okay, go ahead and sign him. Well, before he became manager, he made a bad decision by saying, yeah, Kim- Kimball's ready to go. Well, Kimball's ready to go nowhere. How about that? But listen, guys, I'm enjoying the show. Thank you for your call, I, I Joe. Think, we appreciate it. Man. I think we've got Southside Tim and we've got Northwest Side Joe. I like Northwest I, Side Joe. I love I love it. I love it. It's great. The 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 forty eight million dollar mannequin is perfect. But no, he's right. Who is your is it Jeffress? Is that is that who your closer yeah, is gonna be? That's it. Okay, that's you fine. You can't trust Skimbrel. No, you can't. And you know, you, you You haven't been able to for the last couple of years. No, I mean, think about it. I I, I think if that's who you have to go with, you have to go with the hot hand, right? Do you have more uh, Twitch comments over there? I mean, look there. The, okay. the twi- the, the, well, the, they want to know if that was Southside Tim, but it was no, not. No, it wasn't. No, he it was not. Uh, since the last time he called the show. You've got yep. a pretty cute team there. You can hit all the home runs you want. Defense never slumps. 
pitching never slumped. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. talking trash to the Sox. Got yeah. a pretty cute team. Cute there. little cute, team. Uh, cute he has team not called got this show back. Yeah, yeah, pretty cute um, team. We will get more of your responses for the Chicago Cubs. How far will this team go in the playoffs? Let us know here on the Baseball Show. This is the Baseball Show. This, this, this is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Chris Black and Am Abdallah here on the baseball show talking Cubs baseball with you. If you want to join the conversation, 312-332-3776. The question on the table tonight is how far will this team go in the playoffs? Do you think they'll just only get to the wild card round, make the playoffs, lose in that first round? Is it the NLDS, NLCS, or the World Series? That's the question on the table. You can call us. At 312-332-3776. Anthony Rizzo is batting third in the lineup tonight at first. And this Anthony Rizzo update is hydrated by body armor. Yesterday, Rizzo went 0 for 4 with a strikeout. And the Cubs lost to the Reds 3-0. And they only had three hits on the night. Rizzo in his last nine games has only had uh, four hits. Mm. We're looking for Rizzo to bounce back. And this body armor update with the potassium-packed electrolytes, no artificial sweeteners, flavors, or dyes. Ditch your old sports drink and switch body armor. How about this? It's on sale. I was at the Jewels earlier. Is it really? I was at the Jewels earlier. Jewels or Jewels? The Jewels. Uh, We're in Chicago. That's how you pronounce it. Uh, I was at the Jewels earlier. Mariano's? It's on on sale. No, no, no. I don't know. I didn't go to Mariano's. I went to Jewels. All right. And it was four for $5. Really? Four bottles for $5. So you got them. Yeah, of course. So you got how many bottles? I got a few. Lo- I got four bottles. Yeah. I only paid $5. Yeah, but you could have paid like $20 and, and gotten a whole mess of bottles. I could have. I could have <laughs> paid $20 and gotten 16 bottles. Yes, that's yes. the math. Yes, I could have. You could have done that. But I, I, I only got four bottles because I, I took advantage of the promo. Yeah. So this Anthony Rizzo update is hydrated by Body Armor. Black mm-hmm. and Abdallah with you here on ESPN 1000. Hap, Bryant, Rizzo, Baez, Contreras. That's how this Cubs lineup gets going tonight. And that's where it's like, okay, Ian Happ has been awesome. One of the best players in baseball. And that's not hyperbole. That's Look at the stats. He is up there with some of the best in this season. But then he's followed up with Bryant, who's having a terrible season. And Anthony Rizzo, who a couple of minutes ago, you mentioned, oh, people always say, well, these guys will eventually bounce back. The one thing with Rizzo is he actually does. Yeah. Like, Rizzo does go through slumps, Mm -hmm. and then he does find a way to pop off for a month where he's the hottest hitter in baseball. We've seen that from Riz many times in the past. I'm actually not concerned with Rizzo. I am concerned with the sandwich around him, right, Uh, in the Bryant and Baez. That that is where things really need to take off for the Cubs. Yeah, and I think that, you know, with Bryant coming back after being hit on the shoulder again or hit in the elbow again, and then he's he's off for a day and you come back and you hope he doesn't have any lasting have any lasting effects for that. He's actually the only uh, the only uh, guy with any uh, success against uh, Sonny Gray. Uh, in the lineup tonight, he's got one home run against him. Hayward has one home run against him as well in their careers. So, yeah, I, I, you want these guys to play like they did when they won the World Series. But it seems like the farther and farther we get removed from the World Series, the more it seems like that year was the outlier. And that 
is a problem for these guys. You have the standings up in front of you for Major League Baseball I right do. now? I do. Okay, Eric Gus tweets the show, at Chris Bleck, at Adam A. Abdallah. Hi, Eric. He asks this question, and it's a statement and then a question. Is there a chance at this pace the Cubs could miss the playoffs? They have 16 mm. games left, only four against the Pirates. The rest are against Milwaukee, Cleveland, Minnesota, and the White Sox. Now, that's not an option that we gave on the question tonight. How far can this Cubs team go? We gave the options. We gave four on the poll question. We gave you the wild card round and NLDS, NLCS, World Series. We did not give an option of them missing the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Is that just out of the realm of possibility? I think it is. This team's going to make the playoffs, right? Unless something crazy happens. Well, well hold on. Crazy. It's baseball. I mean, what if Look, they, they play... have a 97 97.6% 97. chance right now to make the playoffs? And like you mentioned, look, they're 12 and 16 in their last 28 games. This... And if if the Brewers get hot and the Cardinals play just the way they are, is it possible because this division compared to the rest of the National League, it's not like this division's outpacing the rest of the league, right? So, like, the Braves and the Phillies, they're going to make the playoffs. The Dodgers and the Padres, they're absolutely both in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. The Giants are a better team in the West than both the Cardinals and the Brewers. Is it possible that, like, the Giants pass up the Cubs? Okay, so that takes... That's a team that goes up. The Marlins are 19-19. and The Cardinals are 19 and 17. Brewers are 19 and 22. It would have to be the Brewers would have to get extremely hot for this to happen. Well, here's what happens, Chris. The last time the Brewers played the Cubs, they took three out of four from them. And that's the next series. After tonight, you play, you head to Milwaukee and you play three games against the uh, Brewers over the weekend in a uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday set. Then it doesn't get easy because you have the Indians, two against the Indians, and three against the Twins. Now, after that, You've got a team in the Pirates that's only beaten you once so far this season. So if you can survive the Brewers, the Indians, and the Twins without uh, losing any ground to the Cardinals, I think you're fine because the, the Cubs have the Pirates number. You know, like they've only lost once to them so far this season. So I think they can, and it's four games too. That's not just, that's a four game series. And then the White Sox, who would, I think, White Sox fans and the team just, it's not like a team, like they don't, like the White Sox players don't hate the Cubs players. But I think the White Sox, as far as this season has gone, gone and finally, you know, be cementing themselves as the next team and how they're great and how they're a first place team and how they're a team to be reckoned with in the postseason and are no longer want to be considered the second team in this city would love nothing more than to knock the Cubs out of the playoffs at the end of the season with those three games. Each night here on the baseball show, we go first to third with three stories from around baseball. First, first, first to third. He is safe. Bryce Harper goes from first to third on a ground out. Black and Abdallah burning around second base. Go first to third. All the way from one corner to another. Not stopping in second. He's going to try for third. And the throw is not in time. Able to go all the way from first to third on a wild pitch. First, first, first to third. On the baseball show on ESPN 1000. First to third, the first story up. Okay, how about this? This is the third time in the last week that we have a different publication that has a story about, what do you think it is? 
What is this story about? Well, you already told me what it's about, so just tell. Oh, the thank you. Well, thanks for playing along. Well, I was looking for Ro- for I'm looking for Roderick James in the in the in the uh, in the Twitch. Yeah, and I don't see it, him. Right? I don't see uh, him. So last week we had two separate stories about Garrett Cole and his home run issues, giving up home runs. The Yankee pitcher struggling this year. Cole is four and three with a three point six three ERA, seventy strikeouts in fifty two innings, heading into his start against the Orioles tonight. He has given up 13 home runs. So the article on ESPN.com, New York Yankee ace Garrett Cole has a home run problem. What's going on? His 13 home runs. If you take that to the amount of innings he pitched last season, it would translate to 53 home runs given up. And as the column puts, to put that into perspective, only the only pitcher to allow 50 or more home runs in a season was Burt Blylevin, who allowed 50 for the Twins in 1986. So it's a long article on ESPN.com about the home runs he has given up, the counts he has thrown those home runs, the pitches that he has thrown those home runs on, the velocity and everything that has gone into the home runs leaving the ballpark from the hand that is Garrett Cole this season. And we were alerted to it by one of our favorite Twitchers, Roderick James. Shout out to Roderick. He's absolutely right. Absolutely right. Not in the chat tonight, though. Oh, well, we give him all this... uh, No, they'll tell him. Credit, and... He'll be there tomorrow, and they'll tell him. Listen, the, 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 the regulars that are in there... They're like the regulars at your local favorite bar. I love like it. Like when they walk, yeah. like it's great. When someone shows up, yeah. it's like it's like in Cheers where everybody yells, yeah. Norm! Yeah, that's It's why like that. Everybody's like, oh, Hallis! That's oh, why uh, when, you, when you log on, you have to say hi. Yeah, you have to. So everybody says hi back to you. I said, hi, Twitchers. Baseball now, football later. Norm! It's a, it's a good way to start the night, right? Yeah. Okay, so uh, that, I thought that was funny when I saw that earlier today, uh, reading about baseball. Did you see this story about... Dodgers ace Clayton Kershaw, he critiques the extra inning rule as it's not real baseball, even though the the Dodgers beat the Diamondbacks in 10 innings last night, 6-4, to four, Clayton Kershaw does not like this rule. Now, and here's the thing, and you can find this article on ESPN.com as well. He says it's not real baseball, it's fine for this year, but I hope we never do it again. I don't know, I'm torn on this. I can see both sides of it. He Kershaw's right. It's not real baseball. And it does, I guess, kind of move the game along. Mm-hmm. But if both teams continue to score, you're not really moving the game along. It Well, you like are. Like that happened to the Cubs once this year, okay, right? Here, Where both teams were just scoring when the guy was against the Pirates. I'm going to say two very stupid things right now. Yeah. The, what, what all, I mean, that's what our show is here for. Yes. It's it's not real baseball until it is real baseball. Like it's not real baseball until they just they're like this is what we're doing, and then guess what? It is real baseball. And yeah, you do that, and like you said, you you keep adding to the score, and players just keep adding to the score. Well, you do that until you don't, right? It's like college football. It's the all right, you have to score, and then you have to stop us, and then you scored, so now we have to stop you, and then we have to score. Well, eventually. You don't. Like, you get the outlier where it's like eight overtimes in an LSU game or something like that. And you get the outlier in, I'm sure you'll get the outlier in Major League Baseball where, yes, you still get to the 13th or 14th inning or the 15th inning and you have that outlier. But eventually, you don't. And most of the time, you don't. So, yeah, it's not real baseball until it is real baseball. And 
What was the other stupid thing you were going to say? That it's yeah. You, you said you, there were two. That one. It was the other one. It was the yeah. You keep scoring runs un- until you don't, and then you don't, and then the game's over in like right. the eleventh inning. Uh, last story for first to third tonight here on the baseball show with Black and Abdallah. Did you see this story on Justin Timberlake, who is involved? He's thrilled to be involved in a group working to bring a Major League Baseball franchise to Nashville. Uh, I know throughout the years, there's been talk about baseball expansion. Some of the cities uh, that have always been brought up, Portland, Louisville, Nashville is one of them. Mm-hmm. But Justin Timberlake, a part of a group, and Dave Dombrowski, uh, the old vet from front offices past like the Red Sox, uh, he's a part of the group too, trying to bring a team to Nashville. Could you be uh, in for a team playing baseball in Nashville? If you well, if you ex- could pick an expansion city, where would you put it? Well, we expanded the playoffs, and that's probably going to stay. So shouldn't you add more teams so as to not water down the playoffs? Yeah, but the more teams you add, the more watered down baseball you have on the field because theoretically yeah, you're you getting have, worse players. Yeah, yeah, you don't have as many talented players right. on the same team. Yeah, I don't. I don't need more baseball teams. I don't, I just, it's just, huh? I don't need more base. But I know, listen, cash rules everything around me, so there's going to be more baseball teams. Timberlake disagrees with you. There's going to, no, no, no. Look, hey, man, get that money. It, it's it's definitely, you don't lose money owning, owning teams. That's one thing that we've we've learned over the last few years. You definitely don't lose money owning teams. It is kind of weird that Louisville does not have a yes. professional sports team. Nashville does, mm-hmm. but Louisville doesn't. No. And I know Portland has a basketball team. I think a baseball team would work in Portland. In Portland, too. oh, how would that be? Yeah, that'd be super hipster. They yeah. all like yeah, like little, the Yankees ball caps. Well, yeah. like the Yankees can't have facial hair. Everybody on Portland yes. has to have a handlebar mustache. They'd all look like a Sasquatch. They'd all have a little hurlers. They'd yeah. all be hurlers. It'd be great. Yeah. Uh, Stab the night coming up next. The baseball show with Black and Abdallah on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN One Thousand and the ESPN Chicago app. The Cubs game has been uh, pushed back to six uh, to seven thirty-five because there is a rain delay. The game was supposed to start at seven fifteen, but we will get baseball a little bit later on tonight at Wrigley Field. Anthony Rizzo is third in the lineup, batting. Uh, he's batting third, playing first. And this Anthony Rizzo update is hydrated by Body Armor with potassium-packed electrolytes, no artificial sweeteners, flavors, or dyes. Ditch your old sports drink and switch. Body armor. Let's see if Rizzo can uh, get on the right foot here tonight and get a couple of hits, and uh, let's uh, have a few body armors as well. Yeah, if not, he should go to the Jewels. Uh, there's one right there in uh, Lakeview. He can get uh, enough with the Jewels four for uh, four for five dollars. Why not just go to Body Armor's website? You either or. Yeah, either or. I I go with the orange clementine coconut for me. Body Armor Light. It's so delicious. It's like drinking a pina colada. Oh, it's good. It's so good. Gideon and Skokie, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Gideon? I love pina coladas. Um, so the two two cities that I've thought of, Indianapolis and Omaha, um, those should both have professional baseball teams. And then in terms of the, the runner on second rule in extra innings, I really like scoring, and I think it makes it exciting. And then strategy. There's more strategy in the game, I think, because of the runner on second, like, do you hit and run? Do you uh, do you try and, and move him over with a, a sacrifice bunt? 
what uh, like that sort of strategy. I love it. Yeah, right. And also, if you're a pitching staff, if you're if you're in the field, you put someone on first base to try and enact the double play. Then Gideon is is that something yeah, you're interested to? Also, too? an option. Uh, Gideon, uh, Gideon, yeah. you want to weigh in on our question about the Cubs? How far will they go in the playoffs? Um, I mean, if if they weren't in the NL Central, I don't think they'd make the playoffs. So I don't think they'll go very far. I think they'll lose in like whatever round, whatever first round they play. And I don't know how the playoffs work wild this card. year. The wild card round. They they play in the wild card with yeah. the the sixth team in the playoffs. Yep. Yep. Everyone plays in the Everyone plays in the wild card round. Wild card. Interesting. Yeah, I think they'll lose. Oh. <laughs> All right, Gideon. Thank you. Go have a pina colada tonight, or maybe have a body armor that tastes like one. I, I'm down. I I've never had a body armor. I'll I'll look for it in at Jewel. All right, do us. Can you, can you do Can you do us a favor when you do when you get one? Can you tweet yeah. us a photo of the body armor? I will. Okay. One hundred percent. All right. Thank you, Gideon. Stab the night. Zombies on base percentage with 476. Stat of the night. Damon's on base, 324. Almeida's was 291. On the baseball show. Add that up and you get... Do you want me to speak? When I point you get? 1092. On ESPN 1000. All right, tonight's stat of the night is 29. 29, as in the Braves yesterday scored 29 runs against the Marlins, which is the second most... In Major League Baseball, since mm-hmm. 1900, ah. the 29 runs are tied for the second most in a game in modern era since 1900, just shy of the Texas Rangers' 30 against the Baltimore Orioles in 2007. The 1950 Red Sox and the 1955 White Sox both scored 29 runs in a game. But if you go way, 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 way back, uh, there were more runs. But since the modern era begun... Uh, 29 runs, second most by the Atlanta Braves. 29 is your stab of the ninth from yesterday. That 29 took them from eighth in run differential to (laughs) fourth in run differential. That's that's two weeks worth of scoring for the Cubs. It's pretty amazing, right? Two days for the White Sox. All right, that's your stat of the night here on the baseball show. Black and Abdallah, we will return in two minutes and talk some football. Coming up next. The Baseball Show. On Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app.